ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Dabblers Freestyle number two. It's like in the morning, only it's Dave and Q in the evening talking so many different things that are not connected to each other, but it somehow makes sense, I think. Yes, yes. This is the sweetness of the show. We just talk about <laughs> everything, which is a bit risky for us, but it's fine. It's it's okay. It this topic on yeah. the board is Twitch, right? Twitch. Twitch. Yep. Twitch. Mm-hmm. Twitch and uh, ASMR ear licking videos. That are a thing now. Yes. So, yeah, so, 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 so the fact that this isn't banned, for me, this is basically Twitch users admitting to themselves that they like having their ears licked during fellatio. Uh, what the <laughs> hell? Where the hell are you? What? What are you? Hey, look, I used to watch ASMR. Look, I, I don't want my ears licked during fellatio. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you understand. <laughs> that would be very like confusing if you ask me. Like, like as 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 Felicia is going on, then somebody's just randomly licking you. No, no. Oh my that, gosh! I I do think that like. The, the hot tub, the hot tub streams were the moment when Twitch is like super stringent. Like, um, we're gonna ban all the women if they even show a little bit of cleavage. That, that's when that really got tested because yeah. people were like, "Are you gonna ban this?" But and then Twitch was like, "Well." Because they're in hot tubs, they they can show they can be in bikinis and wear whatever they want. But then people yeah, are like, but what about that time when you banned this person and that person and everybody? Huh? Like, where's the consistency here? So, so I think that's where ASMR is also gonna go. It's it's just gonna become hot people, um, yeah. just looking hot. I mean, I feel like another another contributing factor to that thing, to to to, to Twitch not really getting rid of that was the uh, was the fact that um, the streams, man, so much, so many people watching that stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, dude, like, like for sure, dude. Like, I'm sure they're doing insane numbers, dude. Like, I never, I, I never realized how crazy it was until like one day I, I wasn't in my account and I was logged in and the streams that I saw like the most watched streams and I just saw naked people basically well that's a bit unfair but like you know what I mean like I saw people who are definitely taking advantage of the opportunity that was presented to them oh, people yeah. that, that people that probably should have been on OnlyFans. Like that's that's what I saw, you know. And I can Yeah, I it. mean I feel like I feel like with um with OnlyFans getting that new policy thing going for them. Uh well, I feel like gone, a of, you know that it's gone. Is they, it? They axed it. Oh dude they, oh. they axed it so quickly. Dude, I think they realized they're like, oh my God, the reaction was huge. <laughs> 
Tumblr. Yeah. Have you seen what happened to Tumblr? People leave. Oh, like, dude. Oh. Like Tumblr so. died so hard. Because Tumblr was like... Alive, but it's not the same. Yeah, could be. Because back in the day, Tumblr was like 50%, um, you know, 50% Tumblr stuff, you know, the sad shit and the art and whatnot. And then and the then other the 50%, yeah. Was <laughs> it was just porn. <laughs> porn, straight up, right? <laughs> like we used to, uh, we used to uh, go on the internet in this uh, internet cafe and that used to be a tough time because you're just <sighs> like innocently on Tumblr. And then you just see some crazy shit. You just see some crazy stuff just come out in your face and you're like, what the hell? What but I mean, right I mean, I mean, I can understand with uh, with OnlyFans, they didn't have a choice. That stuff was, yeah, they were going to be, that, that, that was screwed. They were, they were going to lose so much, so much, uh, so much traffic on their website. That thing was probably going to crash. <laughs> Dude, like, I it it didn't the decision made didn't make sense. I think they tried to like blame uh, banks and those all this like conspiracy about oh it's the banks doing this, it's because of the the banks whatever people too many people asking for refunds, but I think the ba- banks came out and said that it's not them, and so now it put them in this weird <laughs> place where it's like just telling us it's the banks, but it's not. But it's not the banks, because the banks are like, yeah. Fortnite made a move to try and be YouTube. Oh, man. Okay, but we get, I mean, what am I saying? OnlyFans made a move to try and be YouTube. (laughs) What what happened, what happened is, ladies and gentlemen, we're we're currently also, you know, having a tiny little Fortnite sesh sesh while also being here, so... It, it Fortnite is in his brain, just a tiny whenever, bit. Whenever anyone <laughs> uses the word "seshi sesh" to describe anything, anything <laughs> at all on earth, you are sued. <laughs> it just doesn't sound good, man. It just sound something about that sounds off. You know what I mean? Oh uh, yeah. Do not describe this as a seshi sesh ever again in my presence. Several I will run. <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, yeah, no, they, they 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 did try to be YouTube just a little bit, but it it didn't work. But what do you think about about Twitch stars? Can you blame them? Oh, wait, why did I use the term Twitch stars? Why did I use the term? <laughs> <laughs> so you know what I mean. You know what I mean. I, mean, I know, Jesus I know what you mean. Christ. I know what you. Mean. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I mean, ah, you know the problem. Okay, okay, listen. The problem is that term is used a lot. So in my head, whenever I think of um, the chicks that are basically like OnlyFans chicks that are on Twitch, on basically Twitch? to promote themselves. Like they're on Twitch to promote their their other adult content. Like yeah. I, I, the, the term like on the, on the YouTubes, when you used to watch like reaction videos, so that stuff used to be Twitch starts. So that's why in my head yep. I have the two together. But Twitch what do you starts. think? Can you blame them? Can you blame them for like abusing um, the sort of hot tub loophole and like ASMR stuff to attract viewers with some, you know, risque content? 
But man, I've always said that like if there was a guy's version of any other stuff, I would be doing that Wait, so fast. Bro, if, bro, if, listen, let me tell you something. If you have a if you have a desire to showcase yourself as an athlete, <laughs> trust me, there is an audience there. Because believe it or not, there are guys who watch guys as well. <laughs> I don't know if you knew this, but like guys are, you know, women watch porn too. Do you know this? Listen, if you want to be an adult performer, there is hope for you, my son. <laughs> my dream can finally become a reality. <laughs> but like, nah, I really, I really, I, I, I really don't, I really don't, because like, it's making a buck, you know what I mean, and and it's and it's doing something that that a person feels comfortable doing without, you know. Yeah, to, 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 to just, be clear, yeah. to be clear, we're not blaming them at all. Like that, the, no, like, man. we love it actually. Oh, I yeah, don't, I don't but, mean it like that. Uh, <laughs> you know, sometimes I do mean it like that. You know, it gets lonely on Friday nights. Anyway, but like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it's like let them. You know, hustle, man. Let them get their hustle on. Let them get that paper, bruh. Yeah. And also, like, if for us, it's just Twitch. Like, they should make their stuff clear, man. Like, some people, like, the, the bands that used to happen before, like, they used to be crazy. Like, Dude, I remember, I remember reading about some of those bands when they were happening back in the day, and, and then I look at the stuff that got them banned, and I'm like, but, like, I could walk down the street and pass that much cleavage, and I'll be like, it's just a normal day. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it was it was clearly like it was clearly like, oh my goodness, people find this girl hot. We have to ban ban her. Like it was there was, you know. But now in this age of Twitch, like I, I don't know if you've like ever been like on their like uh, discover page. But sometimes I'm like, these are names I've seen on websites that have hub at the end. I'm like, I'm like, wait, am I on the wrong website right now? Dude, <laughs> I, I remember, I remember, I'm going to name one by don't, name. Don't be, don't, be, don't be too honest. I mean, it's, it's, this is going to be public anyway. Ah, yes, it is. Yes, it is. No, you do. So, Actually, you do. You. I want to hear it. Name them. <laughs> so I, I remember, I think, uh, I, I might be completely wrong, but I, I, I think I, I might have remembered seeing like a, like a Asa Akira on, on Twitch once. And I'm like, what? You, you're, you're straight up like, you're straight up star. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I could find you on a hub. I could find you on a Brazzers and, and that would be fine. But like find you on Twitch, that's... It's a legend. <laughs> legend in the business. You know, it's, it's why you're laughing though. She's a legend. She is, she is a legend in the business. She is, she is a legend in the business. It's crazy, man. Truly, truly. But legend. yeah, so, so so that's the world we live in now. It's you don't it, it literally Twitch is like all these sites, Twitch and whatnot. They are all like pro promotional websites for the big one, you know. Yeah, I, I saw. Uh, I remember. I saw there was a poster giving an interview with another like Twitch streamer. I don't know if she has a channel on Twitch, but I think it was Mia Malkova and she was like describing like her career. Oh by the way, we should have I mean you've interviewed like tons of people at this 
like at this point, like you've heard from so many people about their careers and stuff like that. Wouldn't it be cool to have like a performer? Oh, dude, that would be legendary. I would have so many questions. I would have so many. That would be so. Yeah, I would have so many questions written down for you to ask them as well. That is so cool. <laughs> that's, that's one for the gentleman. If you know, if you or your partner. If know you know, if you or your partner know, know a performer. Please call us. Please hit way, us up. You know, the hardest thing about playing Fortnite as we do this is the fact that I turn the volume off. So I don't know what's happening. Oh, I can, well, I mean, technically I sort of got earphones as well. Did you just get, oh, you just got, he just got smacked, ladies and gentlemen. He just got. Yeah, yeah, it's, you didn't have to mention, why did you mention, he didn't, it's, <laughs> I'm, I'm very alive, actually. I'm just on my knees right now, and not in a good way. Um, but. Oh, God. Oh, interesting question. So would you ever direct an adult film? Somebody's like, hey, we're looking for directors. I yeah. I mean I think I would I, I think I actually would. But like for like a story based one. Not not, not just one where people just get in. <laughs> oh no, no, there's just some where people just walk in and they smash and it's the end of the day. <laughs> oh, I mean you should just isn't this some some conversation? Usually, it's usually like awkward conversations because the stories are usually quite weird, <laughs> really weird. Oh man! It's gonna be the one that we do not post online. Anyway, um, it's oh, definitely gonna be yeah. interesting. So that I watched me and Malkova was talking to this uh, Twitch streamer. She mentioned her boyfriend is also cameraman. And so when she, sometimes he's holding the camera when she oh. is uh, oh. performing. That must, be, that must be awkward. And I was like, <laughs> how? How I can understand, like, oh, this is what she does for a living, you know. I, I'm not there. I'm not there. I don't watch, right? <laughs> but as a camera guy, he is right there, like right the action. That is the most awkward place to be. I think, like, oh. what possesses you to be like? Yeah, I'm gonna put myself right, right in mm. line of, uh, like, would Dude, you? I, I would. Think, ne- I would. Ne- I mean, if 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 I was a cameraman dating a performer, and then the performer is getting wrecked by another I'm, performer, and I'm just there holding the camera, there's no way I'd want to do that, man. I would want to do that to myself. It's trauma. <laughs> Like you must be one of those people who's like who's done like open relationships and stuff like that. Very like free. Because oh that yeah. Sounds yeah. traumatic. <laughs> sounds Dude, that, for for the average guy that is traumatic as hell. 
not even every <laughs> guy, like every every woman too. Like most of us. Oh yeah. In in like most of us, I'm 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 assuming here. Most people like their experiences of like dating and relationships and love is exclusive, right? It's like it's me and that person and only us, right? No one else. There's a guy be, coming at you. But this would be like this is me and that guy and that guy and that guy. <laughs> that's what it would be yep. like. Yep, that's basically it. And and that and the and the guy next week and the guy after that week. It is just <laughs> it'll be just difficult, man. I don't but like I, I respect the people that are able to do it. and but that's not us, huh? That's not Yeah. Mm-mm. I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to take the trauma. It's traumatic, absolute trauma. But I really respect that guy. You know, what a G. Just Dude, what like, a Legend. I'm, I'm a, the, the shots are perfect too, and everything. I I don't even understand that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, different lives, man. Different lives. Literally, just like. But yeah, so 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 let's get into what we actually had sort of have committed to talking about. Which is uh, which is writing because we've been doing an awful lot of that the past the past couple of weeks. We're, we're developing oh. a collection. We've, we've talked about it a little, quite a bit now. I think writing. We've yeah, a, I mean, technically, we've had like proper writers on too, like like Shanice and stuff like that. Uh, we had Belita talking poetry. Yeah, man, we love that stuff. We always love talking and writing. I mean, that's what basically did you want to discuss this week. Um, a lot. There's a lot. I well, I mean, we, we can start with me. I, I've been exploring a new genre. Ooh, genre. You know? In a... In what's this thing? In... 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 Psychological horror. And then I mm. found out that I found out all these things that I never knew. I mean, I thought I knew horror because I, I watch a lot and, and, and off it and whatnot. But like when I started reading about psychological horror, I was like, oof. This level it sounds. Horror. Yes. You know, normal horror movie, it, it, made, it made creating normal horror seem so, so simple in a way. You know, not that it's easy making a horror movie. Please don't, don't come and attacking me, the marks out there in the world. Horror lovers. But I think one of the most interesting things I was thinking about, like after we discussed it, especially when I was reading up on like thriller and horror and all these different kinds of horrors, I was like, what is a normal horror movie? Like what's a normal horror movie? You know what I mean? Because even the ones yeah. that come out in theaters, like what is malignant versus... Um, I don't know, the haunting of Hill House, you know, there's like all these like subtle differences, you know, what, what's hereditary? Does, is Midsummer somewhere in there? No, I don't know. I, in my head, I'm like, that's not horror. But then I, the definition I read online can be interpreted as horror. Midsummer is considered psychological. Wow. In, from what I've read anyway. 
because everything is, is, is not really dependent on jump scares and whatnot. It's more dependent on psychological stuff. Okay, this is interesting. This, so, so you can't have ghosts and stuff like that, but but, but the, if, the, 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 if it affects the if it affects the 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 mind or the psychology of the characters more than scares them, are we in business? Yeah, you're in business because, like, uh, well, you, you just gotta make sure that your that your supernatural element is questionable. Like, if you can have a ghost, you gotta make the viewer wonder if the ghost is real or uh, if that's just a, a figment of the of the protagonist's imagination. Okay, this is the difference between psychological and the others. Is that in this one, the the characters question reality? Yeah, like, what, the, the, what there's. Exactly. There's, there's, there's not so much like a, a supernatural element to things. It's more psychological. And, 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 and the one thing that I read about psychological horror is like um, when you're creating a psychological horror character, it needs to be a character that most people can relate to. Like, uh, take, like, a, like a guy trapped in a storm who, who takes shelter in a in a, in a motel in a shady town because he's got no choice, you know, that sort of thing. Now I was thinking, I was wondering about this. Do, does the, do these characters have some sort of mental uh, health problem, mental illness problem, or does that, or is that just extra spice that, that, that writers usually add at the end? Uh, for, you, you don't like need it. I mean, usually it's 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 one of two things. Either the character has a history of mental issues, or the character has 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 a long history of um of trauma, like uh, dead parent, dead kid, mm, grief, uh, stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, divorce that that was very violent, that sort of stuff. Mm. So because. Because because those are the those are the elements that you get to sort of mess around with as the story goes, and 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 through and through researching this, I read a really curious example online, and and one of these examples was like um, there's this character uh, who yeah. say the example that I read says imagine there's a character. Um, Who's in who's in the Amazon, right? And he's really afraid of anacondas. Well, he's really afraid of snakes, and so the only way he can rationalize his fear of snakes is by believing that the anacondas are like descendant of giant snake gods, and in that every night, oh, wow. and, and and every night, um, people keep disappearing from the camp that that, that the protagonist is a part of, right? And then it's revealed at the end that the that the protagonist was actually having memory gaps in his memory, because a part of his psyche believed that uh, the snake god thing was real, and he Ooh. kept on sacrificing anaconda. people to the anacondas. Nice anaconda, nice. I like that. I like that. I like that. That's really cool. So in that respect. That's the, that's this is pretty much it. So it's just it's a difficult genre to write, but like I find myself very interested by the challenge. 
Yeah, this because is very interesting to explore, right? They, yeah, because they because isn't. Like, yeah, yeah. No, I was, I was, I was going to say because there, there isn't, um, there isn't really. It's sort of round where there isn't space to mess around with anything that is. There's a very small window around with anything fantastical or like supernatural very tiny window everything else has to be dependent on how far you can stretch your how far you can stretch your character psyche how far you can stretch your own psyche and how far you can stretch the psyche of the person who's going to be reading the work that seems like really complicated and dependent on a lot of factors it's what i don't like about horror it reminds me of like um um, that's that's not too long ago. You had a, a fantastic comedian Brooklyn on the show, and he was talking about like, and you guys were talking about like grinding and in the in the comedy scene and all this and and working hard and and like working on your jokes. And I was thinking, so much of of getting those laughs is dependent on the other people. Like, like, there's just so much that is out of what I can control. Like, I can write the jokes, but but there's so much I have to like rely on the, the crowd to get. You know what I mean? And I feel it's the same way with horror. Where it's like there's some people who are like, "Oh my God, Midsummer was so cool. That's such a great horror film." And there's some people who are like. What, what did you say? That is a romantic comedy. <laughs> it's, exactly. It's like, it's about the relationship. That, that wasn't scary. You know? It's, yeah. Where, where does fear, like putting fear into somebody just feels some, like something so complicated? Except in the like, you know, the schlocky ways where you know jump scare jump scare jump scare jump 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 scare yeah i mean it's it's yeah i mean it's it's easier to like uh to make a person scared if like you're throwing stuff like jump scares and like this disgusting gore yeah just like decent stuff freddy cougar walks in and slashes a guy's head off right that stuff that 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 I can genuinely like freak out a person because you can put yourself in those shoes and think, man, there could be a psychopath that comes in with an axe and just starts slashing people in my neighborhood, right? But like making someone scared in the midsummer sense, in the this movie done by Spielberg, uh, well. No, I said Spielberg. Wow, my bad. I didn't mean Spielberg. It's not even what well, is a movie, but like it's not Spielberg. It's another Stephen. On your mind. Uh, <laughs> so, so there's this book called um, The Mist Novella. There's this novella called The Mist by Stephen King, right? And then it, it got adapted into, into a film. The Mist, it plays out like um, 80% of that movie plays out, 80% of that movie plays out in the uh, in a supermarket, right? Literally yeah, this is, in this. Are you going to give the, the audience like a synopsis, like? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna give him a synopsis. So, 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 so it's basically like um, this mist covers an entire town, and in this mist is uh, let's just say these things that can get you, but but that's not where the horror is. The horror is 
is is in is in how and is in how both in the in the novella and in the movie they explore this um the basically what I what I what I guess I could term the degradation of of hum the, the, the degradation into 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 man's true nature without electricity and all that. What do people become? Explored that question in literally the and that stuff that can yeah. test a person's psyche, right? But some people find that scary. Some people would find the stuff that happens in the in the in the mist to be scary. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a really weird. It's a really weird genre. We should have challenges for people. Like if we, if this was a really good podcast that was really supportive of people's writing, we'd have like a challenge where everybody goes home and then next week everybody somehow manages to produce. Um, everybody manages to produce a uh, what is this? Like maybe like a two thousand word story. What's is that short? I've been writing some long stuff. I've forgotten. Uh, like, I I don't even know what's short anymore, man. <laughs> like anything I write these I days, idea. like ten thousand words a week or something. I'm like, I'm dying out here. Let's <laughs> say like two thousand words. Two thousand words short. Maybe we do like a two thousand word short story psychological horror. If you're a person who writes scripts, write a script. If you're a person who like who writes. Um, Scripts for comic books, do that. Just, uh, just oh. hit us with a hit. Do yourself a favor and write a write a story. You know, that'll be nice. You don't have to throw give something us. out into the world. You don't have to give it us that at all. Actually, maybe you should show it to devil. You know, and be like, what do you think? What do you think? <laughs> Psychological. Help. Oh man. But and, yeah, no, it's. It's 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 a it's a very interesting genre. I've I've always loved horror. Writing horror is a completely different animal, man. <laughs> well, now to transition into my life, Temple. Can I tell you how much I struggle with writing romance? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Romance is insane, man. It's a crazy world. Writing romance just feels so weird. It just it just feels so weird. I've, I've, the problem was when I started, like I do a lot of like um, ghostwriting projects for people, and when I started, I never, I never actually like researched the idea of what it is, like what is. A, a romance story. I never actually looked it up. So now, so imagine this. I've written four stories in the series, and this is the last story, and now I'm like, hey, what actually is romance? <laughs> what is romance? Like, how four, do you four like structure a romance? Because I'm, cause I'm like, just like interested in the structure, right? Because I know this, like everything has an arc, right? Everything's gonna, there's an arc a down and up a down usually in the rom-coms it's like they meet they they don't like each other you know bad first impression and slowly over time you know they get to know each other you know and then there's all kinds of like other tropes that you can put in there but it's like 
when I think of fantasy, I know fantasy. I know. I know that in my bones, you know what I mean? But when I think yeah. of romance, I'm just like, I don't know what I'm doing. And um, I think romance is, is the next one that I think the two of us have to do an in-depth, in-depth research assignment on so that we can get as familiar with romance as you are in the world of psychological horror. Oh man, I'm, I'm, I still got so much research. You, you know, the funny thing, I've, I've, I've been watching, I've been making sure I watch like at least one psychological horror Ooh, did, every are, day. Are you reading the short stories as well? Yeah, I, well, I, 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 what I started with was the, uh, was the Stephen King collection of, um, of, of psychological horror novella novella collection wow did i just say the collection of stephen kirk's novella collection all right yes yes that's what i heard ladies and gentlemen my in my defense the english language is not our mother tongue in africa <laughs> right so 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 i've been reading stephen king's uh collection of psychological novellas right and and it's been a lot of fun because, because I mean, Stephen King just writes so beautifully. I read Stephen King, and I want to quit writing. Sometimes I'm like, "What the hell? Do I even know words?" <laughs> Don't pardon yourself. You know words, <laughs> but I'm like, it's been really person. fun. <laughs> a very wordy person, but it's been really fun reading his stories. You know, he, he's a uh, man. The, the the man is a master of horrors, man. You know, one of the and strange then, things about Stephen King is that I have never read a single thing, but I swear to God, it's like like every week on TV, there's something of his appearing, dude. Like. Like every, like almost every week, like you, you can watch something that is written by, by Stephen King, and you think it's just horror, but then to think that the guy also did something like, um, God, what's the name of the prison movie? Uh, Morgan Freeman. Uh, Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, the Shawshank Redemption. To think this horror guy, you know, who's just like, everybody sees him as just this horror guy. But he also did the Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, it's like, oh my God, this is this guy is crazy. And you look at the number of books that he has written, like he's just like a like a demon almost of writing. He's just like possessed. Dude, it's incredible the record that he has. It's just he's so it's unmatched. He's just he, like, um, writing this he has book he has to go year. down as he has to go down as the most adapted person to ever live i mean with the amount of stuff he's written easily and also they're also good so it's it's easy to adapt him you know it's easy to adapt something that that works that's also good yeah so yeah so yeah apart from and then, and then i've also been reading hp lovecraft as well because he, he's a guy he, his name came up a lot um during during my research even though lovecraft psychological horror by a lot of people is considered 
is considered too the, the man is so good he has his own genre it's called lovecraftian yes, that's <laughs> i was about to point this out i was like his his brand of like uh, like horror almost feels like it's taken on a life of its own like you get people genuinely like use the term lovecraftian horror like that's a, that's a genre in itself that is just defined by his style of story. Yeah, his style of writing, his style of creating stories has always been just absolutely. I don't know. It's been so different. <laughs> it's insane. Die. <laughs> you're gonna die. I was like, oh, man. oh man, I miss so, him so many times. Dude. I'm so angry great. with myself because I, I was watching so that. Oh man, so, like, get so, so shoot, 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 get the guy. Oh, so, 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 so I've been reading H.P. Lovecraft to see his Lovecraftianness. I'd never read H.P. Lovecraft <laughs> until Lovecraftianness. <laughs> Until this point, I didn't. I'd never touched H.P. Lovecraft, but like reading him, uh, I started with like the Call of Cthulhu, Cthulhu, which is Cthulhu. Is is that what it's called? Yeah, Cthulhu. Oh man, I've always called it by Cthulhu. the white. It's written by white people. It's it's gonna be Cthulhu. <laughs> yeah, true, true, true. Oh yeah, it's not black. Uh, if it was black, it yeah. was Cthulhu yeah, for sure. Yeah, Lovecraft. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, don't don't be fooled by uh, what's that show? What was that show called? Don't be fooled by uh, yes, don't don't be fooled by that Lovecraft Country. Uh, man, that was yeah. cancelled. What a, yeah, what a one. right. Uh, so 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 uh, the, the the one thing I found out like the diff the big difference between Lovecraft and basically everybody else is is that he. The way he writes his stories, no one else could ever say they could replicate that. So with Lovecraft, I'm literally just reading you know, of, you know, of, of characters for the moment. There's no way I could ever pick up, I don't think, at least not, subcon or at least not consciously, maybe subconsciously, a portion of my brain is as it reads, but consciously I'm reading it and I'm like, this is amazing, but I could never like figure out a way to even, if they say adapt Lovecraft, I'd be like, yeah, maybe Dave is up for that. You, you can throw the money at him. Yeah, and, <laughs> wait, wait. Uh, what are, give me like specifics. Like what is it about his writing that you're like, this is unadaptable or uh, this is just so uh, unique. That's the word. With Lovecraft, um, I feel like he's the only right. I feel like he's the only writer that I've read who who can who can make his villain seem as good as his hero off the page. Like in terms of in terms of how impactful, like, and this this amount of I don't know it's this thing that he, this thing that he does with 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 humans and and monsters, where he can give them both so much personality, so much freaking polar polarity in terms of good and evil, that 
it becomes really difficult for, for, for like a normal person to just say, hey, I'm just going to step in here and like adapt Lovecraft work. Which is right? why I, think- I find it like crazy that so many things are like compared to him. It's like you don't, I don't, I don't hear about Lovecraft adaptations, right? Exactly. I hear about, I hear about people who have written something like him. That's something that feels Lovecraftian, right? But, exactly. But not actually. But that not actually him. Like I, I'm interested in like what has he actually written? It's almost like people are scared to to adapt anything Lovecraft because of just how immense it is. Reading Lovecraft, Lovecraft stuff is immense, man. It's just. There's something about it that makes it just difficult to just tell yourself you're going to jump in and do a Lovecraft. <laughs> you don't just do that. You don't just wake up and walk into Mordor. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it feels with Lovecraft, which is, I think, I think that's what's special about him, you know, in a sense, in that sense, in the sense that there's... I guess he, even from, from the great beyond, he can be satisfied with the fact that he made work so brilliant that people are afraid to touch it. <laughs> is, is that true, basically, for, for most classic writers, right? For those that are considered classic, it's like they are such a high level that it seems like for us to find something on their level, like it, it, it's it's just impossible. Like they, for instance, they, lots of people are scholars of Shakespeare, but they can't. Nobody's really like writing Shakespeare anymore, isn't it? It's like no, nah, it's it's almost like an unattainable level of of being good, you know. Which is crazy because Shakespeare is like very popular. But you'd think you'd see more stuff written in that stuff. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm ignorant. Like maybe people are like like writing, I don't know, millions of Shakespearean dramas, Shakespearean-ish dramas that are written in the same language. But you just don't hear about it as much. But I mean, it it, it it's the, it's also the I mean in in that in that vein, you could, we could also argue and say. Um, you know, there's a lot of people who've been who've been said to be to be what's this to be Tolkien like, but like not Tolkien at all, right? <laughs> there's people who've come close, people who've, who've been called and where they've said, "Oh yeah, I mean, this person kind of writes like Tolkien," but like mm. to reach that level. Of, of of goodness in terms of writing is just incredibly difficult. Though I do wonder, like, there was a time, like, you can't write Tolkien, right? You can't, you can't be Tolkien. But I feel like there was a time everybody was writing Tolkien. What I mean is they were basically... I don't know, man. I think some people did achieve it. You know, it depends what you, what, like, what's, what's being Tolkien. 
Oh God, I see. I see you have perished in the in the yes. land. Yes, I have. I've gone down. There's there's a guy trying to think mm. around him. Oh. Um, there was a time. There was a time when people were trying to write. When people were trying to write Tolkien. You know, there, there were people were still striving to reach that um to you, get you to that throne. They, you think you think they were below his level, or you think the, uh, what's the word here? Like what's what's the word here? I'm looking for a certain word here. I mean, these think, guys. Do you, um, think, do you think when something's really famous, what do you think about the people who just try to copy it instead of trying something, something a little different? You know what I mean? I mean, okay. I'm gonna. I I, I guess I'm gonna try and use two examples for this one. Uh, I mean, this. Get it. Don't answer it. Answer this one. If something is like really, really famous, should do you think people should try and copy that or, or do something different? I feel like people should strive to do something different, and I mean, right. there's a lot of um, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of reboots and 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 whatnot. In, in the era that we live in, dude, there's, there's, there's way enough of that. I feel like it's leave, leave well enough alone. I mean, imagine if, if something as iconic as Jaws suddenly got rebooted because the studio decided, hey, it's 2020 right. and, we've got, <laughs> and we've got better graphics now so we can probably make a better looking yeah. shark. Funny thing you said, Jaws? No, I'm kidding. But, but I'm, <laughs> like, if you go online and type Jaws, you... There's probably a new story about that, but, yeah. but the the counter to that is this is making money, right? So I'm gonna loop this back to Twitch. <laughs> I'm gonna loop it, loop it back there. It's like the person, the person that really exploited the like hot tub streams and noticed your. These things are popping, you know. Like the people that followed them definitely found some success. Obviously, now if you're doing it, I don't know. Probably your success is limited, right? It's like there's the first person, there's the two after them, and then the, the ones that come that get limited success, and then everybody else sucks, right? But it's wrong to be like, yo, I need to make money. I'm going to, if this is 19, I don't know, when was Lord of the Rings written? 1940s? Yeah. And Just after World War II. And therefore you, you have, like you're struggling with rent. And, and you're just like, man, I need to write this, this dumb thing. And, and you're like, you know what? I'm going to put in these elves. I'm putting these oaks. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not the hobbits, right? I feel like the hobbits didn't catch on. I feel like the elves, everything caught on, but maybe not the hobbits, right? But you have I feel to... like 
I feel like the Hobbits were way too respected, man. I feel like the Hobbits felt like way too much of a Tolkien thing, and anyone who wanted to test them was like, mm, "Yeah, I don't want to." You know what I mean? Like it's like it's like clearly they avoided Hobbits. It wasn't because they were small or anything. It's like there's something, something dignified. Wait, wait, actually, actually, wait. Let me just think about this. That was not the first appearance of a, of an elf and stuff, was it? No, it wasn't. It wasn't. El- elves okay. and orcs and, and whatnot were already there. I feel like hobbits is something that he created. Okay. Like a like a Wookiee from, from, from Star Wars, you know? Okay, okay. Because I was about to say some crazy stuff. I was like, wait, wait. Did, did Tolkien actually uh, write uh, the first instance of an elf? That's crazy. But, That's but, but, but what he did... But what he did write for the first time is um, is the Elven language. He created that. I'm trying to kill this person with a grenade. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah Elvish. Insane. How do you write yeah. a language? How do you write? A How language? do you write a freaking language, dude? What madness! That's the level, uh, like. You can try and write a sprawling um, epic adventure that starts here and goes there and follows the same beats as talking stories. But <laughs> how how do you create a language? <laughs> There's a certain point where you just got to do your own thing. <laughs> like, after a certain point, you just got to be like, you know what? I, I'm not, I don't create languages. Exactly. That's where it gets dicey, right? Because, like, I don't know, man. I feel like I, I, I still got to stick with my with my original vision of things got to stay original. I mean, I do love the... I do like the idea of a bunch of people jumping on the same thing because that's always fun because things get popular and then, and then they go worldwide and then everybody gets to just geek out on them and whatnot. But at the core, yeah, you but- can always... Yeah, there's a difference you know, between inspiration and um, copy. Just copy, <laughs> straight up just copy. Like, like one of those is like, hey, this thing that inspired me, I'm going to use it to create something new and original, you know, or I'm going to use this like 50 million different things that I love to create something original. Um, and then there's there's just simply the act of you know what? <laughs> I'm just gonna skin. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna copy this thing. But but also, it's worked. That level of copying has worked before, where people are like, "Hey, so I'm not like writing Lord of the Rings. I'm writing a story about a drug addict in New York. But I'm gonna base the structure of of Lord of the Rings." Man, by the way, we're getting stuck in this topic. Let's discuss something crazy. Let's, let's go to another topic. Um, uh, how have you found planning your stories? Are you planning your stories now? Well, what's happening? Because I, I had some problems there. Uh, I, I, I think the last, um, shall I say, uh, how how long ago was the left hand like like six months ago or something? I feel like you're still doing the left hand though. 
<laughs> I, I, I still, I, st- I still am working on that. But like, I feel like we started working with it. That was like six months ago, or like six or seven months ago, when I started working on the left hand. Right. Yeah, very. That's a very interesting one. I because that's an adaptation. So cool! What a great experience. So, 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 so. So, so, so when I started working on the left hand, initially, when I started writing the script for that, I, oh I didn't do any, <laughs> I didn't do any planning, right? But I quickly realized that um, not planning that was gonna kill that pati- was gonna murder me, right? So, 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 so I went into planning mode. I, I wrote it. Stuff the planogram that I created and like breaking down the, the the entire book into into three different acts for the script and writing each act and then discussing with the with Janice the author uh, what parts uh, what parts worked and and then also discussing with the scenes that were not in the book at all that that needed to be added into this in 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 there in order for for the for for the whole um for the whole project itself to make sense to to connect the dots for people who wouldn't have read the book it's right? such an expensive pro- uh, process yeah and and, 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 and and that's when it started to make sense to me why <laughs> Jesus that was that was Jesus this man just got berated by some crazy monkey out here in the Fortnite streets slow. I was too slow I was too slow I sort of with this, um, ah, I get confused between you and Lowry all the time. But I saw Lowry do this trick where, but no, it didn't work, so it doesn't even matter. What were you even saying before this? Extensive, right. extensive, extensive uh, so, uh, planning process. So, so, so the thing that, um, so, so the thing that gets done with adaptations sometimes, the thing that annoyed me, <laughs> when I was a kid, when people started like removing stuff and adding stuff into 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 novel and comic book adaptations, made sense to me at that point where I was like, okay, now I get why uh, this project decided to add this character that wasn't even in the book at all in order to like, right? And and then and then through through that process of planning. And I'm about to sneeze any second now, so if I do, don't be alarmed. So throughout this entire process, it's not a bob. So throughout this entire process of planning and then writing after the planning, I was like, wow, this is so much easier than like writing 15,000 words and then coming back the next day and trying to remember, <laughs> why, why did I write this again? What? Exactly. <laughs> Where was I going with this? Wait, wait, wait. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So like, so, so, <laughs> so since the left hand, um, I've been doing that a lot more. If, if, if I have a story that I have to write, uh, even if it's like the first even if I know, even if I can only plan the first five chapters, I'll write that down and plan the first five chapters so that I know, you know, if I come back six months later, I'm like, okay, cool. So the first six chapters were this, so I can just plan the rest according to that. It's just easier planning stuff. That's what I've discovered now. One of the reasons that I never used to plan anything before was that I was like, oh, man, but I, I like to make changes. I like to make changes. I can't be like stuck on a thing. I, I, I like to make changes. But 
in the process of planning, I've realized um, I'm, I'm actually have the freedom to make the changes before I mess it up. <laughs> when I'm just messing around with the writing, I can actually like put it all down. Um, there's this program I use called Scrivener, where uh, it's basically pieces of paper. It's like putting pieces of paper on a table and putting it all in like a sequential order and looking at it and going, this happens here, this happens here, this happens here. Oh, oh wait, what, what's this doing here? Should this exist or should it go all the way at the beginning? Especially if you want to do like one of those cool things where like maybe the first the first scene is like way in the future after certain things happen. It's like, it's so cool having notes that help you like plan how things are going to turn out um, instead of my old method, which was, oh, I'm just going to write a scene. We'll see how it goes. Uh, and then midway through, I'm like, oh my God, this is so heavy. I don't know what's happening. There's like 50 characters. Who are they? Uh, what am I doing here? Dude, it happens all the time. It, it's it's it's, it's, it's funny actually. It's funny actually mentioned the table thing because um because that's actually uh that's actually also like a, a script writing technique that, that people use um where. Where, where after the idea and and the characters and everything has been written down and before the actual writing of the script you you can you can get like uh you can write all the events that happen in the thing and then like cut them up into tiny little into tiny little notes and have them in front of you then just like organize those notes into space? into into <laughs> sequence oh, too late <laughs> And then and you organize all of that into a sequence, right? And then and then you can write from there. Yeah. And it's a fantastic method. It's a fantastic method. And then and another thing that I've been doing lately, uh it's 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 a bit strange, but like uh, I started I've 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 developed a habit of uh whenever I'm watching something. Oh God! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that could have gone very, that could have gone sideways very quickly. So, so whenever I'm watching a thing, I will literally just like I'll start writing stuff about it, right? <laughs> I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll write what I like, and and I'll write what I didn't like about it. And I'll write uh, what caught my attention, what you know, just just like little notes about stuff, and, and I'll pros and the cons. You know, it, it I'm, I'm finding it, it's sort of helping with the writing process, I guess. I, I was I found the the pros and the cons list a fantastic like method when I was struggling uh, with a ton of ideas. Because when you're writing, you, you it's like it's like you've got a you're going somewhere, but there's a ton of roads, and and those roads have roads leading out from them, and everything is like just branches everywhere. Everything is just like it can go. You, there's so many um, ways that things can go, 
And so it really helps to just be like, okay, let me just put this down on paper. If I do pursue this part, where the hell is this going to go? And do I like it there? That's, that's what I've really enjoyed asking myself about when I outline something is, am I actually going to enjoy this? Like exactly. actually going to enjoy this? Because it gives you a unique opportunity to actually ask yourself that. Usually you just, you just venture into the wild and you're like, well, let's see what happens. <laughs> Yeah, and and I, I I also also got another I got a tip the other a little while ago that said that said um that said when you start writing something don't delete what you write until uh, until you until you get to the end then you'll figure out what you didn't like and what you don't and what you did like if you start deleting stuff while you're in the process of writing it that's when it can all go pear-shaped just oh, write yes. everything and yes. then figure it out after. There's, a time, there's definitely a time to write and a time to edit you know <laughs> and if you mix those up you will struggle that day you you oh. just have very few words written because it it, it then you become just too picky and you overthink exactly. everything. You don't overthink. You overthink every single you overthink every single word written down. Is the enemy of everything, bro. Overthinking just feels it's important. Ah. In whatever in fact, whatever you do in life, guys, don't overthink anything. Don't overthink stuff. That's where things go bad, okay? Things get really bad when you start overthinking. If you wanna, if you wanna, if you wanna ask her to marry you. Just, just do it. Just do it. <laughs> just, <laughs> she might, she might say it. no, but at least no, you did it, right? <laughs> no, you're thinking. You're thinking something. Ah, you know, yes, I'm already, I'm already doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But don't, maybe don't do it in public. I remember, I don't know. I was, I was watching this thing on Twitter or something. But this guy as. Scott, I, I don't know if it was, a, you know, sometimes the internet can lie to you. I don't know if it was one of those um, scripted things, but like she said no, and then he just flipped out, dude. <laughs> like, like he just flipped out. I think he like poured, oh, poured rights on her or something. They were not even at a like, at like a good establishment, you know what I mean? It was like KFC level. It's like, Jeez. like, bro, like, calm down. <laughs> Just calm down, okay? <laughs> it's like she dodged the bullet. Like, truly. Oh, my gosh. So he just lost he just lost his mind out there in, in, in that restaurant. Yes. In a way, it's good that she did it publicly so that, you know, if it was private, you never know. People like this can, you know. You know oh, totally. Can be unsafe, you know, unsafe situations. Oh, imagine if it was in private, and then and then she said no, and then he flips out and just straight how up like. How did you get here? How, I don't know. It was it was to do with overthinking stuff. Uh, I, I I had no idea where where any of this went or where it came from. Completely lost. Freestyle sessions. This is what We also have to understand that as we have been dying and living and dying and living. And living again. Wasn't that and like living uh, and dying? 
Well, wasn't that well, wasn't that the tagline to to that Tom Cruise movie? Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. Live, uh, the, die. the manga. The, the the manga is all you need is kill or something like that something like, like super naughty like that what a great title that was man they struggled with that film uh we haven't really talked too much movies have we oh uh, no we haven't did, did they ever get to the sequel by the way because i remember the sequel um, was like on the cards for a long long time still about Jesus it, but, Christ. yes but the you see the first film was a bit it was one of those where like after a few years, then people started and suddenly started walking around like, yo, dude, that Tom Cruise, Emily Blunt movie, Edge of Tomorrow, yo, that was fire, bro. You know? It took a while. It really did. I remember seeing it when it came out and I was like, that's such a great movie. And no one was talking about it back then. Then, yeah, I didn't see it when it came back. out. So I saw it years later and I was like, wait, how is nobody talking about this? Yeah, this is a great movie. I love time loops, by the way. I I'm a big lover of time loops. Very recently, there was a game that came out that had a time loop. Uh, it's called 12 Minutes. Um, it, it, it didn't get the reception that I thought it would. Um, but, I, but I'm still like yearning to play that game because I just like that idea of time loops. Ooh. Okay, we should also talk Star Wars Visions. I don't know how many you've watched. I guess we can talk about the general idea of them. Oh my I mean, I've, I've, I've still only seen one. I've seen, oh damn, how many have I seen? I think I, I've seen three or four now, three, around three or four. And um, man, Star Wars is really great in like anime form. Anything is great in anime form, but you know what I mean, right? It's like, oh, I get you, man. Totally, just legendary. The world just breathes, man. It's, it breathes. Uh, I, I, I feel like I feel like Star Wars deserves a solo outing as an anime film. Yeah, it 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 really does. I would like something not connected to like canon and stuff like that. Just let, oh. just let the director do his own thing, you know, yeah. the way they did with these ones. Yeah, literally just like no Skywalker stuff because we're tired of that. You know, what I realized but, as I was watching Star Wars Visions, I was like, somebody had a vision here. <laughs> you know what I mean? There was an actual vision here. Because... JJ and the others, but it just felt like the series as a whole was just like, we're going to do this now. We're going to do this now. <laughs> we're going to do this now. Because it, everything, felt, everything felt lined up. Well, I, I actually watched the second episode. I'm lying. I saw the one about the, about, about the kid who was like Jabba the Hutt's cousin or something. Oh, the one, the rock band one. Yeah, that rock band one. That was fun. Yeah, that was like when I was watching that, I was like, "Oh, this is like a genuinely like a like something that like, sort of like slice of life anime style." Exactly. Even, really even the anim- fighting, even the animation style. I mean, there, there wasn't a single lightsaber or like any, although I was shooting, but it wasn't crazy. It's a, 
it's about you know music and stuff like that. It's like that's that's so beautiful, you know. It's it's Star Wars world, yes, but the things are being solved, you know, without any fighting. It kind of so it, cool. it kind of took it. it I, I, I think the prevailing theme here is 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 you know going back to George Lucas' original vision, and 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 music was also a really cool part of George Lucas' Star Wars because like you had you, you had that band you, you had these various bands always playing these strange pieces of music, but that they always made sense to whatever was going on at that time on screen. You know what I mean? And yeah. and I don't know if you and I don't know if you noticed with that episode, but um, a, 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 as the band was performing in that in that second episode, they showed um, animated versions of of George Lucas's bands that performed in the original trilogy. <laughs> nice, that's cool. I didn't so, know so, so so it was it was pretty cool to, to freaking see that. That's so cool, man. This is why I just love, just love that they did this. It's just so. I I hope that this season two, because this, this um, love, death, and robots, what if, is just showing, like, the wasted potential of animation, by, uh, by these like big, uh, Hollywood studios, like there's so much you can explore. Just have some fun, guys. Give it to some really talented people. Like those, those studios out in Japan. Like the direction that they have, the action, the way they they, they direct action is just, um, like this is probably controversial, but I think like the way like anime directors direct action, like they might be some of the best in the world at like at that stuff. Like, dude, dude, I still. Fantastic. I still try to every time I write a a fight sequence, whether it's for a script or a story, I always I always try to model it anime style in my head, right? Because because that's a style that I that I always look at and I'm like, man, if I could nail that someday, it'll look so fucking good. If you could nail that live action, I'd call you a wizard. Because that is, well, actually, I was thinking when I was watching um, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, I was actually thinking, you know, this is, this is a pretty nice anime, actually. Scott Maybe Pilgrim that. is probably the closest I got to that, you know. But still, it's like it's jokey. It's jokey. It's still it's jokey. Like, it's, it's it's not serious. Yeah, it's it's not right. like oh, this is cool. This is. This is a fight. No, no, it's more like um, it, it feels like humorous, amusing action, which is not like a, a ding on the movie. Actually, like that it did that it's such a stylish, it's such a stylish film. Um, but but it's 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 like what you said, man. Hollywood Hollywood has been sleeping on on animated features. They could do so much because Hollywood's um Hollywood's brand when it comes was and probably always will be uh, like uh like you know like your Coco you know like your Coco style of animated feature 
because Coco yeah. is, is is emotional and and whatnot. It's Disney Pixar, so Pixar's basically like the dude. Pixar's like the measuring Pixar, stick. Pixar has such has had such an impact on on everything, dude. Like the way they the stuff they inspired, like from Inside Out to Coco. They're just so successful at making people feel stuff. <laughs> it's just I, I, yes. like tremendously good. Like, what was that film that came out where the guy's a pianist? Uh, I feel like it had something to do with. I, I forgot what was in this title. Whether it had death in his title or something. I forgot the title of that thing. Whoops. Dead. Oh, I'm about to, to uh, wait for me, wait for me, I'm about to die. I can't okay. remember. Is it? Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm also trying to remember the title. Uh, God, it has Jamie Foxx in it. God. Yes, and, and, uh, and that Soul? other, uh, Soul, yes. Oh my God, that took a while. Man, we would suck in trivia. That took too long. I, it's, okay, you might, I might suck. It, 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 and it is not like um, the titles have escaped. It's just like it. It just takes too long for names to pop up. You know. <laughs> yes, that's the problem. It's like, by the way, like, have you ever struggled like when you meet people with remembering their names? I'm the type of person. Uh, Totally, like, hi, totally I'm David. Did. You're like, hi, I'm Susan, and then I'm Susan, and then you, and then they walk away, and then they come back two minutes later, and they're like, hey, David, and I'm like, hi, dude, <laughs> dude, I, I am, I am, I am so that guy. I remember, I remember the last time. Uh, this is like a month ago, or is it some? I was, just, uh, I, was, I was at this house party, so, so, so we walk in, right? And, and like, there's already people there. There's, there's, like, 10 people there already. It was a small little gathering. So, 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 so I walk in there, and then, and then these people, this, the person almost starts introducing me. Uh, so, hi, right, so, well, this is this is this, this, this is this person. I'm like, oh, okay, what's up, man? How you doing? And then they introduce me to the next person. Uh, this is her name. Oh, hi, nice to meet you. And That's by the time man. I got to the by the time I got to the tenth person, I'd forgotten everyone's name, including the tenth person. <laughs> I think in that case, I just accept that, like, when I meet these people again as I round the party circuit, <laughs> I'll just have to reintroduce myself <laughs> and then ask what their name is, because, like, it's impossible. I, I won't remember. Oh. I think it's almost like a sickness for me. Like, like. Uh, I, I don't know. It just goes. Sometimes even people's faces just disappear. I'm like, wait, what does this, I, that person actually look like? And in my head, it's it's just gone. Yeah, exactly, dude. So it's... <sighs> I don't know where we're going with this one, but yeah. Names are just strange. Man. No, we names left we left writing ages ago, and then we went yeah. into something else, and then now it's just look, trying to look, loop us into a relatable topic for our <laughs> dwindling audience, because none of them, are, definitely nobody's 
reach this part we should actually have like a, a prize i wish there was like a prize we could send people if they reached this point <laughs> you want a ps5 <laughs> you want a ps5 and and and, and, and it, 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 would, it, it would literally like be a surprise prize right and like there would have to be a way for the person to timestamp themselves to the point where they, where they, where they want the ps5 they'll be like you want a ps5 now like what did it what do you mean? What? <laughs> what, is, what did you just say? I I win a PS a PS five PS five. Ah, uh, PS five. Oh man, games are just strange. But yeah, I think uh, I think we've pretty much exhausted ourselves for this freestyle sessions. Freestyle, freestyle. Wait, 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 wait. People, please go and watch Squid Game. I love Squid Game. People, everybody needs to go home and watch Squid Game. I don't care oh my God. It's, it's been rambling about this for a week. I think I'm going to start watching it tomorrow. <laughs> and also, if you're playing Fortnite, isn't it scary how, if any of you play Fortnite, isn't it scary that the cubes just, they just start moving? They just start, I, I'm, they just start walking. I'm still... I'm still waiting for the day where, where I'm where I'm walking next to a cube, then it just walks and crushes me. If you go I know right that's at the happen. beginning, if you go right at the beginning, it can actually happen because this the one like that we're right next to, it just started moving just now. It it just <laughs> it just walked. It's just kind of. I know we talked about horror today. <laughs> it's kind of horrific to me that this thing that is just standing still starts moving. Yep, it's one of my Disgust. worst fears. Something that oh is just like still, and then it starts like moving. It's terrifying to me. That's, Jeez, that's... you wanna you wanna right? You wanna talk about horror? That that's like that's some Annabelle stuff. Doll just does walking. No, thank <laughs> you, sir. No, thank you. We stop. We leave right now. I'm actually gonna be watching Midnight Mass. I don't know if it's horror, horror, but midnight mass i like it because it's like christian stuff it's always fun when there's like christian stuff you know <laughs> isn't, isn't that isn't that when it's most horrific you know like the exorcist yes, it, it can go crazy yeah 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 it the, can definitely you know the crazy. the nun you know you get what i'm we get what i'm going at with this one Satan. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I was obsessed with that line. Satan! You have failed Satan? You have failed this city. Dude, top... Like, can you... If somebody asks you for, like, your top five, like... Um, favorite shows of all time, is Arrow in there somewhere? Season... Solid season, um... What is it? What's that season? Season... Uh, season one, season two, season three. Oh wow, it makes it. Yeah, it makes it. But anything past that is trash. <laughs> it, it was pretty bad, actually. Yeah, it get yeah, it gets it gets bad. But yeah, okay, you season are, you one, two, and three. You are ending the show. I'm so I'm so sorry. If if it's oh, yeah, we, it we, goes three hours. We totally got dragged back. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the dabblers we have talked. Psychological horror, 
uh, Twitch stuff. And now, you'll be seeing us like almost every day because no, not every day. Wait, but let's not put that on ourselves. You see us more yeah. often. <laughs> yeah, a lot, a lot more often than six month hiatuses. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's you know how it is. Absence makes the heart grow fonder, right? That's what they yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. Yep, that's just what they say. So yeah, that's ladies and gentlemen, this this has been the Dabblers. And we are signing off saying to you don't overthink things. Yeah man. Shout out to Kenny Beats. Don't overthink don't don't overthink. Don't shit. overthink oh. shit. Shout out to Kenny Beats. We are the Dabblers. We're the Devilers Pod on Instagram. We're the Devilers Pod on Twitter. We don't have a Facebook. If someone has got that, they are fake. <laughs> good night. Good day. Good morning. Good afternoon. Depending on where you are, obviously. Time, time is relevant. It's it's <laughs> it's a construct. It's a social construct. It doesn't exist. Good. Hell yeah. Nothing else. <laughs> Just good. <laughs>